I see in the future that millennials are going to be saving the podcasting industry because of Spotify and because of Google Home, because of Google Home and because of Alexa, I think these podcasts are here to stay. Podcast Junkies, episode 179. Welcome back. I'm your host, Harry Duran. If you are new to this podcast and you just discovered it either through a conference I was at or a talk I gave, then welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're part of the Podcast Junkies family. A little bit about the show. This is the place where we have fascinating conversations with folks that are in the podcast world, podcasters who are doing amazing things that I've come across who I've come across, and the interest of scratching my own itch, I actually go and have these conversations because I I find the topics fascinating, and this week is no different. Uh, I speak to Wynn Charles. She's the host of the Ask Wynn podcast. But in case you missed last week, it was a really, really um, great conversation with Jules Hannaford. She's the host of Hong Kong Confidential. And we connected at Podcast Movement and very quickly hit it off and and realized it was going to be a fun time. And uh, I, that's why I wanted to make sure I got her on the podcast. And that was great. She just tweeted out, hey, this is what it looks like in Hong Kong. And it was about the typhoon that had been rolling through. I don't know at what level it was, but it, it was like flooding and wind. It was kind of crazy. So if you um, saw that tweet, it's uh, Jules Hannaford's tweet. And she tagged Podcast Junkies, I believe, as well. So that was fun. Check that out. Episode 178. And uh, like I said, this week, Win Charles. She's the host of a podcast that she's been doing for several years now. And what we talk about is what inspired Win to start her podcast, which is a common question that I have. But we also understand how cerebral palsy affected uh, her ability to get the podcast out and how she's dealt with that over the course of many years and how she's overcome it. And in fact, what she's done with her podcast and starting to build her brand is really, really amazing because she's well known in the podcast world. We talk about her fascination with technology and what led Wynn to decide on an interview format. We talk about what inspired her to get an education degree and her rock climbing adventure, which I thought was fun. So full show notes available at podcastjunkies.com forward slash 179. Just a quick recap of the week. It was interesting because I was at the Thrive Conference and I was here with uh, some folks that you, the listeners might know, John Dennis and Chris Kermitzotz. They're the creators of the PodFest Media Expo Conference, uh, which is coming up in uh, March in Orlando. And I'll be speaking at that as well. But we ended up here at Thrive in Vegas. Uh, It was an episode. It's a conference put on by Cole Hatter um, and John helps uh, call with the marketing. And so it was interesting. There's a lot of inspiring speakers. I, I tweeted out about a couple of them. Um, and, and as is the case with all of these conferences, you know, sometimes there's good ones and sometimes there's bad ones, but then occasionally there's great ones. I'm gathering some, my notes and I think I'll put it in the form of a blog post so I don't make this go on too long, but I just wanted to give you an update. Then I've I really had a, a good time. It's always fun when I come to Vegas and connect with folks. Shout out to Ellery Wells. I ran into him as well. He, he's been here uh, for all of them. So I think he's been attending all four. So I'm trying to think if there are any other uh, podcasters specifically. Uh, James Van Proyen was here helping with the podcast PodFest booth. Um, so that was cool to, to see him as well. But introducing people to the world of podcasting is always fun. 
So stay tuned to the end of the show where I reveal this week's retention hashtag. And just a reminder, if you are needing help with your podcast, whether it's launch or you have an existing show and you want an audit of it, or you would like some coaching to have everything done for you, that's a lot of the services that we provide through Fullcast. It's fullcast.co. If you have any questions about help with your show or launching a show, then don't forget to reach out, send an email to harry at fullcast.co and uh, we'll get, we'll jump on a call and see what makes sense for you. Don't forget to listen to the end of the episode where we reveal this week's retention hashtag. But for now, enjoy my conversation with Wynn. So Wynn Charles, host of the Ask Wynn podcast, thank you so much for joining us on Podcast Junkies. You make me sound so professional, Harry Durant, and you're welcome. And before we get this interview started, I got a text with your name in it after our episode aired together on my podcast, which mm-hmm. you guys should probably go back and listen to so you get the gist of my podcast. And basically, the text said, thank you for bringing Harry Durant on to your podcast. I'm trying to start a podcast. And this was from one of my fans that I didn't even know listened to the podcast. So you're making a huge impact on my fan base <laughs> as well as your own fan base. Well, that's really nice to hear and really inspiring, Win. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I- I'm wondering if we could just start, you know, there's, there's so many uh, questions in terms of like why you're, you've been so consistent with your show, but can you think back to when it was or what it was that inspired you to start your own show? Well, as I said to you when we were doing our interview, I have Apple toys, the iPhone, the iPad, and I had a Mac at one point. And so I was in iTunes all the time. I was in, I'm on my phone all the time. And I think quickly discovered in iOS 8 at the time, my God, now we're up to iOS 12 and they still have it. Um, I quickly discovered the big purple button. And me being a curious cat that I am goes, what's this button? And so I open it up. Of course, there's nothing there. But then I see the words RSS feed. And I'm like, well, let's just type something in. I think I typed biting. It certainly wasn't podcasting. And so then I got a whole new world opened up to me. Thank you, Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, a.k.a. I don't know what they're calling it anymore. <laughs> I think we're branding it as Apple Podcasts, all across the board. So no more iTunes, and except on desktop version. And so then I looked and looked and looked and looked and looked for something about disabilities. And I could not find one. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Why isn't there's a woman's voice on disabilities? And then I thought, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. Of course, I tried every single podcast service known to man until I got so sick of it that I started literally weeping on blog talk radio. I remember the day <laughs> the guest that I, I was 
trying to interview mm-hmm. could get in to blog talk radio. And I remember the day and I said to my fan base, weepy me, I said to my fan base, this is it. I'm not giving up on this podcast journey and I am going to give you guys a podcast come heck of high water and I will figure out how. So then I went to a podcasting group on Facebook and said, how do I do this? I had no clue whatsoever. And they go, Lipson. And about 10 people said to me, Lipson, 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 Lipson. And I'm like, okay, I finally bit the bullet and took the plunge into the fabulous Lipson service. And they have never let me down since. So if you could uh, also, well, I think what would be helpful for the listeners is to sort of talk about your, your mindset because you're, um, you have cerebral palsy and it's, it's something that's been uh, something that you've had to live with for your entire life. And I'm wondering if there was yeah. a- anyone, you said you didn't see a lot of disability podcasts, but I'm wondering, was there someone in, maybe not even in the podcasting space, you know, have you seen, obviously you've got people that you look up to um, maybe that have cerebral palsy that have done magnificent things. And I'm wondering if any of those come to mind. I'm going to answer this question to the best of my abilities. And I follow so many different people with disabilities, not cerebral palsy per se, because cerebral palsy is so different. In that show of CP, you can have people that are non-verbal. You can have people that use communication devices. You can have people that are non-walking. You can have people that can't do anything for themselves. Yet I have moderate cerebral palsy. I can walk, I can talk, but yet I need full assistance in dressing. I can do the podcast in panel, of course. So I don't really follow anyone with cerebral palsy. So I am on the cutting edge because I live with it and people seem to like that story. And so I didn't start the podcast because I followed someone with cerebral palsy. I started the podcast on my own. I mean, men are doing podcasts more than women as I, as we sit here today recording this interview, but I don't think I followed anyone. I just said, heck with it. I'm going to put my voice into this podcasting space. I mean, obviously, it seems like because you were indicating that you were very familiar with the different iTunes versions, I get the feeling that you were, you've been attracted to technology itself, maybe, obviously not, maybe not podcast specifically, but do, do you remember like your earliest connection with technology? Oh, my earliest connection was the Apple QE2. And for those of you that grew up in the 90s, before AOL, before you got mail, and before we had iPads and cell phones, I remember the, the Apple QE2 sitting in the middle of my classroom to be used only by me and my aide as an assistive device for me. And what, what was that device? A huge Apple desktop computer that took up the size of the room. 
did you have other other folks that were like is there a community when it comes to you know the people who are I guess category of people who are producers with disabilities, you've probably been at the forefront and, and a pioneer in this space, but have you since discovered a community of, of folks who, who like to use technology to get the word out? Not really. And you would be surprised by that. I know there is one podcast by Jacob Holt, the ability podcast, which I've been on. Thank you very much. Jacob Holt's kind of, um, Conan means that do you want to come on my podcast because I knew what I was doing, but not very many women with disabilities are doing podcasting. And, and so it's hard sometimes when there's no one there to pave the way for you um, because there's, there's no one you can look to for inspiration. It definitely is. And what I'm trying to do is now give it back to the podcasting community and give back to the disabled community as well to get their voices out there as well. Because now that you've taken such an early step with, with the show and, and it looks like the, I mean, you, you've been doing it since 2017. Is that about right? Yeah, 2017. I was a late adopter to this <laughs> podcasting realm. Well, it's okay because, I mean, there's always new people coming in and, you know, they always say the best time yeah. to start start a podcast is yesterday and then the second best time is today. And I think you did the hardest part, especially, especially you know, with the, the challenges you may have had in the beginning um, to, to kind of put your foot out there and put your mark out there. And I'm sure there was a lot you probably would have done differently in the past. And every podcaster knows that their 10th is going to sound better than their first and their 50th is going to sound better than their 10th. So I'm wondering if you initially landed on the interview format as something that would be the ideal one for you. I tried to do a solo show and I tried to um, do a solo show on Spreaker and again on Anchor, which Anchor is, Got in a hot water right now. If you guys know anything about Anchor, they're in hot water because they take all the content. And so I gave up the solo show. I stuck with the formatted show because I, if I'm going to do this and put all my time and money and energy and more time into this, I am going to at least have a buddy to talk to on the other end. <laughs> Um, how about how many, how often do you, do you try to stay in terms of the frequency of the shows? Like how many do you want to get done? Well, as we're recording this, I have, I did two yesterday and one today and then I did you and then, but you doesn't count. So use only for me. So I do about a solid I would say five a week. I try to do it Mondays to Friday. And on the occasional Saturday and Sunday, I do it only on the occasion. And so I try to keep it consistent. And I one of the tips I want to give newbie podcasters is consistency. If you're going, my podcast comes out like a dot. It comes to podcast players on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings, and it comes to everyone's podcast player, including Spotify. So that being said, if you say, 
I'm going to do a podcast every single Tuesday. You have to do it every single Tuesday. Or if you're going to say, I'm going to do a podcast every single Monday and have it out, you have to do it. I don't care what you say because the podcasters rely on their favorite podcast coming out. Like I rely on the podcast junkies coming out <laughs> on a weekly basis or monthly basis. I don't know how you do it. When I see podcast junkies, I normally click on it when it's out. Oh, I appreciate that, Arwen. And I appreciate that the shout out for podcast junkies. But who else is inspiring you from people that are in the podcasting space that have been doing it for a while? I would say the team over at Lipson does a fabulous job. They actually have the podcast called The Feed, F-E-E-D, and not not as in cooking theme. Although there's a podcast called The Feed all about cooking too, which I've subscribed to. So um, it's a great show. Also, the, the new me, the new media show hosted on. Blueberry um, by Todd Cochran and Bob from Spreaker. They do a hour show and it's a fantastic show. And so I am a podcast. And of course, let's not forget that the Orange Podcast Junkies is one of my favorites because you seem to do a fantastic job with some retention hashtag. I get a lot of inspiration from podcasts. I mean, I have my headphone in my ears practically when I wake up in the morning and I find new podcasts every single day. How have you grown um, with all these interviews that you've done? How have you grown yourself as a podcast host? Right now, as we speak, I'm actually finishing up a summer school class about writing and recording for new media. That class has taught me a lot. That class hasn't killed me yet. But I feel like I, since taking that class, I also took a class strictly on podcasting and got got college credit for it. It's the first podcast class in the nation that my instructor developed and he was in the radio scene, also in the podcasting scene. So he approached he approached my college and said, do you want to do it? And they said, yes. So I was lucky enough to be one of the ones doing a podcasting class and actually getting college credit for it. So you have to look on the box to find um, your little inspirations and little doses of gold here. Although I still don't like Adobe Audition. That's why I hire a podcast editor of Emily Pope Cop of the story behind. And she now runs ePodcast Productions. So that's my podcast editor. And starting in September, I'm going back to her and say, here, edit, edit. You know better than I do what to take out to make me sound better. And I know um, in emergency cases how to get around Adobe Audition. But do I like to use it? No. But do I like to record podcasts? 
Yes. Do I have the fancy podcast, Mike? Yes. But right now, I don't have a computer that's strong enough to handle my podcast, but that's going to change in the next month. But also, I hope. But I want to be in this industry as long as I can. Do you notice that you you have a different style when you first started interviewing than you do now? Yeah, I, like everyone else, was nervous as no tomorrow because I came from the writing industry. I didn't come, and I actually came from the teaching field, believe it or not, and I didn't come from the radio background. So what I um, decided to do is kick, a, kick my podcast off with someone really well-known in the self-publishing industry for books. And you you can actually hear my voice being shaky and and sound awful. She's the one that actually calmed me down because she started before I did on Amazon new Amazon podcasting services and still to this day she uses Amazon podcasting services. I mean when she started back in two thousand I'm about to say 2009, and this is Joanna Penn of the Creative Pen, and there was no Lipson, there was no um, Blueberry, there was no anything. Yeah, it's interesting because those early days, those, those people are really pioneers because they, they broke a lot of new ground for podcasters like ourselves. Yeah, and I applaud her for um, getting on the mic and doing what she did and I still upon her for making it not only in the podcasting space but making it in the writing space as well. And she's one of my she heels slash my mentors, not only for the writing space but for the podcasting space. So you mentioned you started off teaching and writing. So is that what you when you first went to school? That's what you majored in. I majored in early childhood education. The journalism degree is my second degree. And was there a, what were you thinking like when you when you had that as your major? Was there something that someone was inspiring you at that time? My mother, and God knows I love her, but she forced me to <laughs> she forced <laughs> me to go into education. God knows I love my mom, and um, I sadly lost her to um, meningitis slash a but. Brain aneurysm, they call it the brain aneurysm, but medical malpractice, men in dryers took it down. So I'm a huge advocate for viral men in now, even though I don't seem to like it. And um, I'm a huge advocate for brain aneurysm, even though I don't seem to like it, because that one hit me personally. And she was my aide until the day she died. And then... Um, I've gotten help from AIDS throughout these seven years, and it will be seven years on Sunday that she passed away. And so my mother forced me to go into education. She had her blinders on. She um, forced me to get, she didn't force me, but my boss, emotionally abused me and my dad 
God bless him. She pulled me out of that situation. She wanted nothing. She saw what was going on. She wanted nothing to do with it. But the good news is that you were able to turn that situation around and move into a, a career that seems like it suits you more for your personality. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I'm still um, in the education field. I um, This will be starting in September. <laughs> This will be my 13th year in education. This year, I'm actually transferring over to the admin side of education. So less kid work, more um, admin work. And I'm happy about that. But I'm very lucky. I'm in a position that my work supports my podcast. I've had my boss on my podcast. I've had, and they want to, um, one of the projects they want me to do is interview one of the teachers who I work with on my podcast. They said, let's bring the podcast into this and let's have you use your podcast as a creative outlet slash work. And so I'm in the lucky position where my work supports my podcast literally two ways it supports my um podcast hosting fee and then it uh, also supports my podcast creatively because one of um our call philosophies at country day aspen country day where i work is the odds whether it be drama creative writing podcasting and my colleagues actually listen to my podcast this is like a something i think about as, as you say that you can't help but inspire you know not only people who, who with disabilities but just people in general when they when they hear your story because it just you know for all those people who don't have a disability and haven't started their podcast i mean what more uh, of a fire do needs to be lit under them than to just to hear your story because you know in, in in terms of people who had roadblocks placed in front of them i would say you had a hand you've definitely had your share placed in front of you and it doesn't that seem to have stopped you no it doesn't stop me and i was scaling up blocks yesterday i live in aspen Colorado, as you guys know and i got to go um out in mother nature and Go rock climbing yesterday. I started, um, this is a new little adventure I started. I actually um, rock climbed when I was 10 at a camp for people with disabilities. Fell in love with it. It got put to the wayside. I don't know why. And then my dad goes, do you want to go rock climbing? And I'm like, sure, I did it. Once when I was ten, but I'll try it again. It's a I fell in love with it again. So that's a that's an interesting fact. I had a hidden passion since I was ten. I just didn't know how to get it out of me again. But um, yesterday I um, got to the point where I got to go outside and see what Mother Nature had to give me, and Mother Nature was nice to me and yeah so that's one of my um passions it's really nice to hear because you know sometimes we get stuck so so many so long behind a computer 
And we get so locked in because, you know, there's so many things we want to do and there's never a shortage of distractions there. So I'm glad to hear that you have the ability to to reconnect with nature, which is really important because I think sometimes even just, you know, for us, just like we'll walk around the block or just sometimes spend staring at um, some trees or, or, or a mountain. And Aspen, Colorado must be absolutely gorgeous. It was. And um, when I got taken yesterday, there was no noise. The occasional car would drive by, but I mean, you could hear a pin drop. You could hear a pin drop as I was doing this. And I'm like, well, I can see why people love it. Because, um, and yes, there will be a podcast episode about <laughs> me going rock climbing. Yeah, yes. So I can inspire people just a little bit more to go out in Mother Nature without their headphones and I almost recorded something on my phone for you guys but my phone wasn't capable hands and I wasn't capable hands I just had to listen to instructions yesterday so I thought the podcast will be going out the door when I'm out here and it was planned of course people knew I was going off the grid so no one bothered me and it was like no one wanted me no one wanted to bother me till about five o'clock. And I'm like, you guys are the best. Also, I had an assistant on ground um, doing all my scheduling for the podcast. And so I'm like, well, we should do this more often. As long as you tell people that you're going off the grid into Mother Nature, they'll respect that. <laughs> yeah, they should. I'm curious when, like with all that you've accomplished so far, and all that it seems that's on, that's on your plate right now, are there things that, that you, you still have in terms of like, um, I don't know if you'd call it a bucket list or just a wish list, but just kind of like bigger aspirations, maybe even some, some somewhere you want to take the show or something else you want to do personally? One of my bigger bucket list things is to go hug everyone in the podcasting space at Podcast Movement. I'm trying so hard <laughs> to uh, get out get to podcast movement it's not even funny because the last conference i went to was in the education space i'm like i need to go to one now in the journalism space because i need to get hugs from emily from you from everyone else who we all know by voice we don't know these people we we know voices yeah but um we don't get to hang out. And what I've heard from podcast movement is this last time was the best one yet. Yeah, the one in Philadelphia was really nice. It's um, it's just become almost like a family reunion. And I've been to five, you know, five straight. So every year you keep seeing your friends. And, and yeah, definitely the next one's going to be in Orlando in August. So you should start making the plans to, to, make, to be there. Why? <laughs> I'm trying i'm so trying no that's um that's what the benefits of teaching i get the best of both worlds i get to do uh, journalistic work and play uh play teacher on the side and get some off so that um that makes for happy podcast movement when you don't have to take vacation time off yeah I'm wondering when, um, now that you've been doing the show for a couple of years, and are you 
getting more opportunities to, to speak in different audiences or are people finding you and, and inspiring you? Are you are inspiring them to do maybe start their own show? People are finding me. It's so funny you mentioned that because yesterday I was talking to a woman who's a friend of mine in the disabled advocacy space. And she goes, when I want to start a podcast on my website and she goes, maybe you can help me. And I said, I would be honored. So um, we're meeting next week so I could help her and her daughter share their story on a podcast. So, and I've also hired a publicist to help me out. But, um, and she, it actually benefits me. She's booking her clients on my podcast. I didn't even ask for that. I asked me but i didn't even ask for the um extra benefit of podcasting so if you guys can afford anything i would say forget the um i know podcasters say the podcasting mic and podcasting equipment but i would say invest in a publicist or invest in someone that could help you schedule the podcast on or even better, in an online calendar system, like Haley and I use Calendly, because um, when you're trying to do an interview show like we do, it's nuts. It's nuts. So if you yeah. hand the people the Calendly link and just say, here, pick a time, <laughs> and then that makes it happen. And I, and I hired um, my best friend who also has CP and she knows now how to upload the podcast. I first gave her scheduling and then I was uploading the podcast. Second, second, I gave her once she got um, mastered at scheduling, I gave her another job. I said, Here, upload the podcast. And I taught her how to do it. And that's how my podcast magically appears. She uploaded. I don't even touch anything anymore. Well, yeah, I think you're taking advantage of focusing, like they say, like my business coach says, it's important that we focus on our genius. And I think your genius is in making the connection with your guests and having those interviews. And thankfully, yeah. you've been able to, to get some help to do some of the stuff that's maybe uh, someone else's genius. And so they can focus on that. And, and, and I think th- that's the way that you're, you're, you're going to grow the show. That's the way that I'm going to go to the show. I gave my scheduling to an organized person, and I gave the um, podcasting upload duties to a young millennial who's better at technology than I am. (laughs) I swear, she's better at technology than I am. There we are. And because I'm on the other side of millennial, I'm like, here, I don't want to deal with Listen, you t- you log into my account, you deal with it, and I will just pay the hosting fee. And so that's what I do. And of course, Lipson is great. I can't speak any more highly of them than I do because they are great. They respond on Twitter, and of course, um, today they have promote the toy out of yourself Friday. So I tossed a podcast episode at them and they retweeted it and so Lipson is one of the best 
podcasting host out there. Lipson is not paying me to say that, <laughs> by the way. Um, but I think Blueberry is good too. And I'm slowly but surely bugging Lipson. I won't say bugging, but I will say bugging. Bugging Lipson to put Ask Win on the Alexa skill because I think um, the the smart home speaker is the next best thing. I mean, it's podcast junkies are already on the Alexa, and I'm on the list. It's slowly but surely coming to Ask Win, where Ask Win will be part of your morning briefing on the Alexa. And so I think that will go and show us, well, use the message that you already have. Use the destinations to um, promote it on Twitter. Use the destinations, even though Facebook got wonky on Lipson, still try and use it, but use the destinations of Spotify. I mean, they say that Spotify is coming up and probably led me for podcasting. That's what the feed keeps telling me. And uh, I believe it because all these millennials know about Spotify. I mean, my stepsister, who's a millennial, she goes, I open up my Spotify app. I find the music list I like. I want to say I open up my Spotify app and find a podcast I like, but she's into music, but I think it's the next generation. So when I got when I got asked when into Spotify, I was a happy camp on the planet because everyone had Spotify on their phones. Yeah, it's definitely come, becoming the number two destination. And I had the same experience because I I found out my father was listening to, to podcasts. He's 74 years old. And I, my first question is like, where did you hear them? And he said, uh, oh, Spotify, because he was already listening to music there. Yeah, exactly. 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 No. And these millennials are using things that they know and how to get around in. So I think the podcasting is here to stay. And I hope to be one of those legacies in the podcasting field that keeps promoting these stories and keeps um the disabled advocacy up. Well, you definitely are, Win, because I mean, you're you're what you're doing is 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 inspiring uh, a lot of folks, not even folks with disabilities, but folks who who you know can't find an excuse now that they they've seen what you've had to overcome to get your show and to continue to produce your show on a regular basis. So I definitely applaud you for that, and I applaud you for your consistency, which is something that not a lot of podcasters do as well. So I think it, you have this natural curiosity for wanting to speak to people and and get good stories out of them. Um, so I really applaud you for continuing to do that and. And I'm just curious what what you see in the future, what what excites you about podcasting as you look forward to the next couple of years. I see in the future that I will get my podcasting equipment back up and running and I will get a stable computer where I can use this equipment to make me sound as good as I can. And I see in the future that millennials are going to be saving the podcasting industry because of Spotify and because of Google Home and because of, which by the way, you can find Ask Win in Google. I didn't do anything magical. Google just put it in there for me. And so um, 
because of Google Home and because of Alexa, I think these podcasts are here to say I don't think blogging is dying by any means, but it's so funny because my college actually pulled me out of a blog content class. They said, well, number one, it's meant for incoming freshmen, and you're not an incoming freshman anymore. You're a sophomore, and one, we don't want you to get bored. And so I'm like, well, thank you, because I don't think people have time to read blogs. They have time to listen to Ask Win and podcast junkies in the feed while they're walking the dog. I mean, who has time to read all this feed anymore? I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely got your finger on the pulse because, um, like you said, with Alexa, the future is going to be voice. I mean, with all these Google Homes and Alexas showing up in homes and cars, I mean, it's, we're moving into really like a voice-activated environment in, 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 in a lot of the spaces where we normally would, would try to operate things by, you know, but you know, what happened with when the iPhone came out is everything became apps and people were using everything on their phone. I think that the next app or, or the next killer app is actually going to be vo- voice and, and Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it a lot. So I think um, you're, de- you're definitely uh, smart to be thinking about that as the future. Yes. And considering you know, I come from the AOL, AOL, you got male generation. Although <laughs> I'm on the other side of millennial. I love, see, I love podcasting. As I said, that's why we're here today doing this interview. The uh, next generation of podcasters are going to be more into the Alexa skills and more into the Google Home skills than even you and I were. Yeah, I mean, I I think a voice. I know voice is here to stay, and radio is having a hard time. I mean, speaking of the new media show, when they did the um, breakdown of podcast movement, they said um, we're going to bring a radio expert on, and um, he said something to the effect of millennials are not smart enough to work a podcast. I screamed at my phone when he said that. I'm like, <laughs> and I, um, you should go put that one in the show notes. I think it's called, I'll send it to you so people can hear it on, people can hear the new media show what this radio guy actually said. I screamed at my phone. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. There's no video station on Alexa. There's no video <laughs> station on Alexa. I can barely find my own video station and I know where it is physically. I can barely find it on the um, interview. And of course, what? They don't have a podcast. Of course, NPR has a podcast at first, but they're national. So these local radio stations haven't figured out how to syndicate. And I feel like walking into my local radio station next week uh, because they're right across from the, they're right next door to where I walk by. And I feel like saying to them, you guys need to make a podcast and I will help you do it because. You can't find a local radio station in L.A. on Alexa. You can't 
find mm. a local yeah. small town radio station on Alexa. So if if the radio industry wants to die, that's fine. But we're all in this digital world. I mean, newspaper journalism is dying. People ask me all the time. They say, "When? Why don't you write a fashion column for a newspaper?" And I'm like, "You have got to be kidding me again." I mean, I would <laughs> rather do a podcast on fashion than write for a newspaper. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely have your finger on the pulse. Um, just a couple of questions as we as, as we wrap up um, that you, you you may have already heard before <laughs> if you're a fan of the show. But what's uh, one thing you've changed your mind about recently? And I knew you were going to ask me this question. I should be more open to um, going out in mother nature and disconnecting, and that's what I figured out yesterday that I'd love it. And I should be more open to the new space of podcasting than I had that reflection of the scrambled up up a lock yesterday because I'm like people could hear a pin drop. And so if people don't get on the pulse of podcasting, they're not gonna be turned back. I mean uh, in the next lifetime I think we're all going to be turning um, around and going to these radio stations and they're all going to be turning into iTunes podcast I hope yeah, probably what's, uh, what's the one most misunderstood thing about you? A lot of people think that I can't do what I set my mind to and they uh now I'm in the rock climbing community, which there's a huge stigma behind the rock climbing community because even though we love YouTube, people tend to Google how to rock climb and then they go um to these certified instructors and give them uh, mouthful because they say I want to do it myself and these certified instructors by the way I went with one yesterday who knows me really really well and we went um, we started on a rock climbing the wall in March and then progressed to climbing a rock outside and so what I need people to know is that even though I have a just I could set my mind to it and all ask for help. The smallest thing is all ask for help. All figure out a way to do it. Well, it's definitely inspiring, Win, and and I love the fact that you you know you were persistent in reaching out to to me to be on your show, and we finally made that happen. And then uh, we had a couple of uh, scheduling challenges, and and we were able to make this happen. So I think it's just uh, because be- of podcast <laughs> movement. Yeah, because of podcast movement that's why i like i scheduled it i think you emailed me and i'm like okay i go let this podcast will happen in good time yeah because i know he's going to podcast movement yeah. you made him public <laughs> on the show and if you guys want to go listen to another fabulous um podcast 
which you have had this person on your podcast. Go listen to Inspired Money. I'll be on Inspired Money myself, hosted by Andy Wong, yep. who runs um, Money Mean um, Capital. And he talks about money, and he um, is a wonderful podcaster. Yeah. So if you want to know a little bit more about finance, but not in the financial way, you need to go listen to Inspired Money. And the reason why I say that on a podcasting show is not only does it take a little bit of investment of money to start a podcast, it takes more of an investment of time to start a podcast. I mean, you can't say I will start a podcast and ignore your family. I mean, I put this podcast interview on my schedule. Everyone knows that I'm doing it. And so that's what I would say about that. You're truly an inspiration to not only podcasters, but anyone who's looking to you know get started and, and follow something that is their passion and their dream. So I'm glad we were able to make this time and I'm glad you were able to share your story with my audience. What's the best place for folks to track you down online? People can track me down online via Twitter, Win W I N Kelly K E L O Y Charles C H A L L S. And if you don't mind, because I like to do this, people can also send me text messages to 970 618 If they really need to get a hold of me and really want to talk and don't want to talk about it publicly, because sometimes Twitter can get a little tricky. And DMs always don't work. So people can follow me on Twitter. They can simply text me and I'll get back to them. Well, that's really bold of you to share your your phone number publicly. But I think you know the reason why you do it. And no, I think I'm, you- happy to, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it because there, there are so many people out there that aren't as lucky as I am. And I just want to give back to this community now. Because when I was struggling with my podcast on Blog Talk Radio, which don't use Blog Talk Radio people to start your podcast, people were kind enough to me. They didn't know my story at the time. They just gave me their advice, and their advice was a lipson. And of course, I took the advice of the 10 comments, but um, because I was afraid of the return on investment. Now, the return on investment is I get stuck in people's earbuds. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story. Um, I wish you the best of success with your show. And I'm sure you'll be you doing a lot of good things in the future. I do too. And I wish you the best of success with Podcast Junkies. And we'll make podcast movement happen. I promise you guys, you might have to see me in a wheelchair on I walk normally, but you guys may have to see me in a bright colored wheelchair at podcast movement just because I can't do long distances of conference call halls without my wheelchair. So um, when I make the leap to move out to come out to podcast movement or you know the color of my wheelchair and <laughs> you um you guys have to give me a big hug and yeah. have 
give my support system a big hug because without them and without aids that travel with me and uh, without beautiful technology, we can do what we do. Well, yeah, you'll have a hug waiting for you uh, at Podcast Movement, I, I promise. Yep, I know, <laughs> I know. I just have to make a leap out there. It'll and happen. so it, it will happen eventually. But I appreciate you having me on. And I just want you guys to know, start that podcast and either get Haley to edit it for you. <laughs> I know Haley does editing. And I know Emily does editing. So there's two good editors and I'll help you guys. I'll teach you guys how to start uh, podcasting because the best time is today to start a podcast. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks so much for the, for the time. Have a great day. Thanks. I really want to thank Wynn for coming on this show and I'm just continue to be inspired by uh, folks who others would consider having a disability, but uh, she definitely doesn't see it that way. And she's really conscious about her efforts to connect with podcasters. And I'm really looking forward to when we do meet in person so we can have that hug uh, because she's really, a, a, she's got a great heart and I, an inspiring, you know, other folks who may have excuses, you know, why aren't you aren't doing what you need to do. Um, you hear someone like Wynn uh, week in and week out continue to put out episodes and uh, makes you think twice about stuff you might complain about. So again, podcastjunkies.com forward slash 179. Intro and outro music composed by Cedar and Soil, cedarsoil.com. Tune in next week. We've got an amazing conversation with the one and only Amy Porterfield. That was a long time in the works and I'm excited, excited, excited about um, our conversation. She talks about some stuff that uh, she normally doesn't talk about. So we connected at Social Media Marketing World and uh, we finally were able to make the dates happen. So uh, that's going to be really, really fun. So don't miss that. That's going to be episode 180. So 20 more to 200. If you made it this far, then you're no doubt listening out for the retention hashtag and in honor of win and how she's winning we're going to make the retention hashtag winning win so it's w-i-n-n-i-n-g win w-i-n winning win and you can tag win at win kelly charles so that's her uh twitter handle win kelly charles all one word and myself at podcast underscore junkies thanks again for all you do to support the show. I love you guys. Uh, it's been an interesting week of reflection with the conference I was at, and I hope to talk a little bit about that, lessons learned a little bit more, or maybe put that into a blog post. But enough about me. Uh, let me know any feedback you have on this week's show, and have a fantastic day.